Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome to episode 18 and we're going to be talking about the different types of content that you can post on Pinterest and there is a little update on this, a very recent update on Pinterest so we're going to be talking about that but also the secret to making scroll stopping pins that actually convert to more funnel traffic and more sales for your business. So at the heart of Pinterest is good content. We need to create and publish incredible, nice-looking content for our dream leads in order to actually show up for them. I think when it comes to Pinterest, people think of it as just a platform for blog posts or a platform for photo inspiration or recipes. And people don't really realize how big the platform is and how many different industries and niches the platform stretches to. So Pinterest users are proven shoppers. And I want to share some proofs of this. So 45% of people in the US with a household income of over 100K are on Pinterest. And then 80% of weekly pitters have discovered a new brand or product on Pinterest. So your dream clients and your dream customers are on Pinterest and they are looking for you, but you are nowhere to be found. Like, where are you? People are searching for you and your content but you are not showing up. And every day that you are not consistently posting on Pinterest and showcasing your knowledge and showcasing your business, you're missing on opportunities. You're missing opportunities to bring people into your funnel and into your space so that they can purchase your products and services and have their problems solved. That is the truth. So you need to be creating Pinterest content that leads to not only blog posts and, you know, podcast show notes if you have them, but also sales pages, also lead magnet opt-in pages, and to your shop if you have one. You pin it, they click it, you sell it. That's exactly how Pinterest works. It's that simple. Now, when it comes to Pinterest content, there has been a big update in the space that they recently announced. So previously on Pinterest, there was different kinds of formats of content that you could create. So for example, we had static pins, we had video pins, and we had idea pins. Well, Pinterest has announced that they're going to be merging those all together so that now you will just be creating pins. Now, when you do create pins, you can choose if you create pins using still images, you can create pins using that video element, using stickers, and you'll also be able to react to pins as well, like you would just with idea pins. Another thing that they said they are bringing into effect is more analytics on pins that have that video part to it. So you're going to be able to see watch time, which 
I love when a platform gives us more analytics because it allows us to dive deeper into what is working. So that's the big update. All of these different formats are going to be combined into one and it's going to be just a pin. Now, let me tell you why I'm so excited for this update, because it simplifies content creation for busy business owners. And that is you, right? You run a business, you are busy, you have a million other things to think about. And the worst thing is when a platform has a million different formats, I'll take Instagram, we have reels, we have lives, we have carousels, we have just still images, we have all of these different things. And I really love how Pinterest has just combined and just said, we're just calling them pins. And then you can have all the features on it, but it's a pin. And previously, I would say you want to try and use a 50% standard, 50% video. And then you want to do one to three idea pins per week. But now it's going to be super simple where you're going to try and put out a pin every single day on Pinterest. So that is why I am so excited for this update and you should be too. Now, when it comes to actually creating the pin, there is actually two things that you need to do. And this is something that I teach within Passive Profit with Pinterest. It's actually called my AA Pin Mastery Formula. And this is a formula that teaches you how to actually create pins that convert that actually lead people into your funnel and actually lead your content to be seen in the first place. So I'm going to be going over just a few things in each of the buckets. The buckets is attract and then we have bucket two, which is action. So that is the AA, attract and action. Now I'm not going to be going through all of it because that is inside of my course, but I will be giving you a little sneak peek into some of the elements of this formula. So the first thing that we want to do on Pinterest is to attract. We want our dream leads to be attracted to our content, to actually stop the scroll and be like, wow, what is this piece of content? I need to know more ASAP. There are lots of different ways that we can make our content attractive. The first one that I will reveal is you need to make sure that your topic is actually a piece of content that people are actually searching for on the platform in the first place. The worst thing that you can do is create a bit of content on Pinterest and no one is actually searching for that topic on Pinterest. It's just not popular on the platform. I'll give you an example of this. So I have a lot of travel guides and I have a lot of travel guides about Albania specifically. And there is a village which I wrote about on my blog. Now, this village, when I first went there, it wasn't really talked about at all. And so I was kind of the first bit of content, the first blog to cover this village. Now it is a lot more popular, but it's still pretty unknown and people are not actively searching for it. So I created these pins leading to this blog post about this village. And on the pin, I said your ultimate guide to, you know, the village name. But then I realized I was getting no traction on the Pinterest content. And I was like, duh, no one is typing in this village because people don't even know it exists. If you are leading to a piece of content where people are not actually searching for that piece of content, you need to think about, all right, how can I create or how can I kind of adjust the content? So maybe adjusting the title to actually reach more people. So for example, 
what I did is I created some new Pinterest content and the content went something along the lines of the best Albanian village to visit and also the best or the most beautiful European village to visit. And I thought about how can this content actually reach more people and actually show up in front of people who are actively searching for a piece of content like this. How can I show up in front of them? So you need to make sure that your piece of content is of a topic that people are searching for. And if it's not, you need to adjust the content slightly. The second thing is you need to make sure that your pin is clear to read. I see this time and time again, that people are just creating pins that have too much text or the text is so small that you cannot see it. Or there's just like text jammed together and elements jammed together. Now, most people who are using Pinterest are actually using it on their mobile. So when you think about it, your piece of content is being shrunk a lot smaller than you are seeing it on your desktop when you create them in Canva. So whenever you're creating a piece of content, you want to make sure that you are having a look to see if this piece of content would look good if it was shrunk like 70%. Especially if you are using headlines, you want to make sure that your headline is short and snappy and it's really clear to read and this kind of leads me on to the last tip I have for you in the attract bucket is try to avoid hard to read fonts uh, I say this time and time again as well people using fancy fonts that people can't read when it's really small and also Pinterest can't scan the word so it doesn't know what this piece of content is on because it can't scan the image because Pinterest is a visual search engine, it is scanning your content so it can categorize it in the correct niche, the correct topics, the correct keywords. So you want to make sure that your pin is of a topic that people are searching for. And if not, remember to think about how you can make the headline more broad or how you can get your piece of content to show up in front of people who might be searching for a different term. Next, you need to make sure that your pin is clear to read. So making sure that you're not just jamming text everywhere and that your elements are kind of spaced out. And then also you want to try and avoid hard to read fonts. Now, there are obviously more to this attract bucket, which I do cover inside of Passive Profit with Pinterest. So I will leave the link to that below. We open doors on the 25th of May. All right, so let's move on to the attract bucket. So once someone has clicked on your pin and they have enlarged it because they like the look of it, this is the attraction part, right? Now what they need to do is they need to take action on your piece of content. Now the action piece is, there is actually a lot of different elements that I go through, but I will reveal three just like I did with the attract bucket. So the first one is try and use text on the pin if you can. So I love images, which are just photos. They're beautiful. But I do find that they are mostly saved and not really taken action on. So people are not necessarily clicking through. So what I would recommend is try to use text on your pin if possible, um, because this is going to tell people and give people that urgency and hook people in um, to actually click your pin and click through to your website. If you have a blog post to promote, for example, you could use the blog post title. You can also slightly adjust the title for Pinterest, but just make sure that it is relevant to the blog post. And then if you are maybe promoting your podcast episode, 
You can adjust the title slightly to make it more short and snappy if you want and to actually use Pinterest keywords. But you want to make sure that the text you're hitting on the pin is clear to read. Again, make sure that it is, you know, spaced nicely. You're not using hard to read fonts. But having text on a pin can actually apply that kind of inspiration or that urgency to actually take action. The second tip I have for you is actually a really big one and I try and do with all of my pins these days and that is to include a call to action, a CTA. Now this might look like a button or like a little sticker or something like that but you want to make sure that you are using a call to action on your pin if you can. So a call to action could be download now, read now, listen now, get it here, sign up, shop now, get yours, right? Those are some examples of call to actions. And what I like to have is a sort of like button call to action. So it looks like people can click on the button and then click through to your website where they're just like clicking the pin and then it's taking them to your website. So you want to try and have a call to action on every pin if you can. And then this also leads me to my third tip, which is use arrows. So I have found this in my recent content that my content with arrows do really well. Now, I use the arrows in two different ways. So I point the arrows to either the call to action so people know that they need to take action on that bit of content. But also I use arrows to point to maybe certain words in my title that I want people to read. So for example, a recent pin that I created was how to do a Pinterest audit. Now, Pinterest audit are my two words that I want to stand out on my piece of content. So what I did is I put an arrow pointing to the words Pinterest audit. So people saw those two words and it really stood out to them and it made them take action. So the three tips that I have for you was to use text on the pin if you can, include a call to action, and then include arrows as well. And actually, just a little kind of extra tip on the arrows, you can do these in two different ways as well. You can just have a, like an arrow that doesn't move, but you can also use like a GIF arrow, like a moving arrow, and this really grabs attention. So that's a little sneak peek into my AA Pin Mastery formula that I teach inside of Passive Profit with Pinterest and a few different tips within each of those buckets. So we have the attract bucket and we had the action bucket. We opened doors on the 25th of May to the course and I have completely refilmed, updated the course and I'll teach you how to 10x your funnel traffic with Pinterest on autopilot in under three hours per month. So if that interests you, I will leave a link to Passive Profit with Pinterest down below. Remember doors will open on the 25th, but we do have a wait list so you can put your email and be notified when we go live. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and learning about the new Pinterest update, but also how to create Pinterest content using the attract and the action pin mastery formula. I will speak to you in the next episode.